0: Welcome back to Podcast Interference. Hopefully, the start of a more regular schedule again. Uh, we've had we've had plenty of distractions over the past few weeks, including weddings, holidays, and uh, and sadly, technological issues. Where, yeah, last the last podcast was a, a nightmare because we both kept dropping out, and uh, it took some stitching together. But touch wood, we're we'll be uh, fine. <laughs> we're back on schedule, and uh, just in time, for halfway through the season, which is quite a sobering thought, really. Not too far off the old championship week 17, are we? No, not
1: too far at all. Uh, week 8 was a, a bit of a mental week. I had some crazy high-scoring performances. Uh, and unfortunately, I seem to be on the receiving end of most of them. So we'll get into that.
0: Same. I mean, I <coughs> I literally did not win any of my games uh, on any in any leagues this week. This is the first time I think that's ever happened. So I was somewhat sad by that. But never mind. Never mind. Um... I guess we'll crack off and we'll start going through the top 10 players this week. Uh, crowning champion, if you had him on your roster you'd have been happy, it was, uh, it was Alvin Kamara with 42.8 points. Yeah,
1: Kamara was uh, absolutely ridiculous. Um, a lot of people, I think, were, were waiting for this performance because he has been, obviously, a bit uh, a bit down to start the year. But 18 carries, 62 yards and a toddy. Um But, obviously, most of his work, as always, is through the air. Nine receptions, 96 yards and another two touchdowns as well. Uh, so, in PPR leagues, he, he absolutely lit it up. A uh, fantastic performance and the Saints shutting out
0: the Raiders was a, was a great game. Yeah, very much so. It's uh, it's good to see. It's it's a bit weird <clears throat> because this top ten list contains running backs and wide receivers exclusively. There are no QBs. Uh, there's no errant tight end. Uh, this is this is the first time I think for a long time that we have just I think had. So. You know, it's the majority of. I think it's it's either an equal split or it's uh, one, two, three, four five equal split running backs and wide receivers. receivers. Wow. Doesn't happen often, does it? And at number two, uh we were we were watching our fantasy apps buzzing uh with this guy's antics as we were in London just after the, the game at <laughs> Wembley. Um and this is AJ Brown who comes in with a whopping forty point six points.
1: Uh, yeah, AJ was was brilliant. Um, uh, obviously, Jalen hurts throwing in the ball. Yeah, but AJ was the star of the show. Um, Hat trick of touchdowns, I believe, in the yes. first in the first quarter. Crazy. Uh, six receptions, one hundred and fifty-six yards. The three touchdowns, twenty-six yards uh, per catch. Um, and then he was drug tested the next day. So yeah, fantastic performance. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was on fire, wasn't he? <laughs> the, the The Eagles are just—they, they, I think they are fantastic. They're, they're the team to beat this year. They're obviously unbeaten. Yeah. They've been playing really, really well. Uh, AJ Brown as an addition, obviously, you forget that he's new there. I think sometimes you forget that this is yeah. his first season in this. He's offense.
1: fitting so well. Yeah, uh, Jalen's favorite target
0: um, uh, by far, and I think they've both helped each other. Absolutely. Uh, next up, then with a. Another trio of touchdowns but in different ways this time is uh, is Christian McCaffrey with a, with a passing, a receiving and a rushing touchdown.
1: Yeah, first time since uh, 2005 um, that that's been done uh, that was Ladainian and Tomlinson back in the day and it was yeah crazy to watch. Um, I mean, the throw was absolutely... Like, you wouldn't know he was a running back. The throw, 30 air yards down the field, was absolutely incredible. And then, obviously, 18 carries, 94 yards, and another eight receptions for 55 yards on top of that. Three total touchdowns. McCaffrey, uh, for the 49ers, is is looking very, very good.
0: He is. Yeah, He's he seems to be fitting in there. And I think it needed to happen. I think his time with uh, Carolina, although he was still productive, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, seeing him seeing him do it on an actually good, well coached, well managed and good roster is 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 a is gonna be a sight to behold, I think.
0: Oh absolutely. Yeah, he's one to watch going forward. He does enter the back this week. Um which you know will upset some people that that, that own him, obviously, because uh, after coming off a just shy of a forty point performance, you kinda of want your star man in your roster still, but obviously can't do that this week. <laughs> uh, next up Derrick Henry. Thirty seven point eight points. I know I was talking about him uh, being washed up and dropping off a cliff at the start of the season, but how yeah, wrong it's... how wrong I have been. Yeah, he's really um he's really came over these last few weeks.
1: Um Derrick Henry, I mean he always has a good game against the Texans, that's the first thing to say. He must average well over 150 yards against them, but this week he had thirty two carries. Um obviously Malik Willis making his first start, so that the the Titans just roared him to victory. Two hundred and nineteen yards, nearly seven a carry, and two touchdowns. One reception for nine yards as well. But yeah, Henry is is looking back to that sort of two thousand yard season type player that we were that we were hoping we'd see again.
0: Now he's an interesting player in Dynasty because he is very productive. But what kind of price are you expecting to get for him? Because he he's he's a senior player. He's twenty eight years old
1: yeah i mean he's 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 28 um obviously that the sheer volume of carries as well um especially over the last few years the last three games he's averaged 30 carries a game which is which is unheard of for most running backs in the league um so it is, it is tough to put a price on him cuz I know we said he'd drop off a cliff this year, but he can't keep going like this for too much longer, I wouldn't have thought. Personally, If I I don't think I would trade for him. I just think the risk is too high. I think whoever was giving him up, I think, would, would still probably want somewhere in the region of a first-rounder because he is, like you said, so productive at the minute.
0: Yeah, he's in that kind of trade-dead spot, I think, from that sense. Because if, you, if you've got him, you don't want to let go of anything for anything less than a first. You're never going to yeah. buy him for anything more than a... Probably, a, I think a high second is where you could potentially get the yeah. job done. But even then, on paper, I think if you were the Henry on it, you'd just feel a bit disappointed. By yeah, that. Um, agree. He's an interesting one. Yeah, I think if I was in a contending team, obviously I'd potentially be looking to get him. But again, I wouldn't want to pay any more than a second. So no. I probably would I couldn't never do it. it. Um, another person then who 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 really stepped into the shoes of of his counterpart who didn't show up this week is Tony Pollard, who uh, gobbled up all the chances he possibly could with a lovely thirty five point seven point performance there.
1: Yeah, Pollard was fantastic, unfairly limited work as well. I mean, for only fourteen carries but a hundred and thirty one yards. 9.4 yards a carry which is just absolutely ludicrous and the three very long touchdowns. Um, Pollard is, is clearly the better of the two running backs. Um, we were talking earlier about um, Jerry Jones's comments that Zeke is, is still the starter when he's there due to his explosive nature but I, I just don't see how you can look at the two of them and, and not think Pollard's the better man.
0: Yeah. I, it's crazy. I don't think that he's going to usurp Zeke though. It's just it's, yeah, it's the, sad the or- as well, because he's, he's very good. He is. The organisation is just, yeah, they're, they're on the side of of Elliot too much, I think, sadly. But And at 25 years old as well, Pollard's obviously approaching his, you know, these are his prime years. So yeah. as a trade target, he's somewhat not as attractive, I guess, which it's just a, yeah, it's just a funny situation for him because when he gets the chance, he's absolutely fantastic. But while ever he's playing alongside Zeke, he's always going to be capped. Yeah, yeah, couldn't um, agree more. Next up is a name that you know. A couple of years ago, we were reading out most weeks uh, is DeAndre Hopkins at number six with thirty four point nine points. He's really made a, an impact after his return from suspension.
1: Yeah, I, I read. I read a stat earlier on one of the pages I follow that he's. i obviously he's only two games so short, small sample size, but he is averaging the most points per game as a wide receiver. Obviously, so yeah, two games back, he's already over twenty two catches. This week he had 12 for 159 and one touchdown. Um, and he's really, like, he's really helped Kyler Murray out. Um, by far his favourite target. Some of the catches he makes are absolutely insane. Um, and the six weeks off doesn't appear to have hindered him at all. So I think going into the rest of the season, I think he's he's certainly a wide receiver one every week. He's, he's absolutely fantastic is Hopkins.
0: Hey. Very much so. Next up, another person filling the shoes of somebody missing is Deontay Foreman, who's obviously the new, <laughs> Chris, the new Christian McCaffrey. Um, did a pretty good job this week. <laughs> he did, he did indeed. Um, 32.8 points there, so yeah, pretty damn big performance, over 100 rushing yards.
1: Yeah, over 100 yards, uh, three touchdowns on 26 carries, no passing work, but yeah, Foreman was fantastic. Um, I think they will probably go back to um, backfield by committee when Chuba Hubbard is back, which is is sad because Foreman has looked, I think, a little bit better. Um, but I think that's just the way they'll do things. So I'm not expecting any huge thirty point performances, and we've
0: got to take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah, so Foreman, touchdown dependent performances, though I think from Foreman. obviously with with three touchdowns, it's uh, you know you 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 are looking at. You know, 16, 18 points there. So, you know, if you take the touchdowns off or split the touchdowns, as you say, with Hubbard, then yeah, he, he instantly loses a lot of his value, especially given that he's not massively involved in the receiving game. Yeah, exactly. And the Panthers, obviously, bad. I don't think it'll be a very good offense going forward.
1: So, yeah, Foreman, fantastic performance. But, yeah, probably, probably not going to see him in the top 10 again, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, safe assessment there, I think. Uh, next up, Tyreek Hill. Uh, whoever thought he wouldn't do well at the Dolphins after leaving the Chiefs is mental. obviously wrong because he's <laughs> he's doing fantastic. And immediately after Tyreek Hill, it's just got to be mentioned, is Jalen Waddell. So they're less both. than a point between them and they're both on thirty between 32.5 and uh, 31.6 point performances. So utterly insane that you've got two wide receivers from the same offense sharing this top 10 on a semi-regular basis. Uh, yeah, it's, it's
1: absolutely mental. Uh, this week was... Um, particularly crazy, obviously the Lions defence is awful, but yeah, Hill 12 for 188, no touchdowns, Waddle 8 for 106 and 2 touchdowns, I, th- I think they're both on pace for 1500 yards, which on the same team is mental, I mean Hill's already at 961, which is just, is just madness, um, yeah, and you know what, to, to his credit, I, I still don't think he's a long-term answer, but two are, is is finding them, so yeah, Two are probably the best receivers in the league at the minute, and they just happen to be on the same team.
0: Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> utterly insane. I think uh, Waddle's fast becoming one of the one of my absolute favourites. I know I've always had a big soft spot for him, but gee whiz, he's uh, he was he's just he's wonderful to watch. And I think the fact that he's working opposite Tyreek Hill and they're both still able to do that, yeah, is just unbelievable. Really,
1: yeah, probably I, best duo in the league. I would say.
0: I think you, yeah. I would yeah. I I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head that I would put that. Level. Obviously, I love Adam Thielen, but he's he's aging now, so the Thielen Jefferson duo is, you know, not there. Um, maybe Higgins and Chase. He could make yeah, an argument. Yeah, that be there. next. Yeah, that's probably the the, the closest. Um, and at number ten, we've got DJ Moore uh, with twenty nine point five points. So yeah, nice nice performance. So two Carolina uh, players in, in the top ten. <laughs> An
1: odd one. Yeah, uh, no one saw that coming. Obviously that late Hail Mary touchdown um saved his performance a little bit, the fifty or sixty odd yard bomb he caught, but then he also did cost them the game by throwing his helmet. The extra point was missed and they lost. So yeah, in the top ten, but he should oh, feel bad. I
0: forgot about that oh, <laughs> he, should, oh. he
1: should feel bad about himself. <laughs> he really should. That was that was it ridiculous. was horrible. Absolutely it was absolutely ridiculous. Just a discre- like as a professional, you just you, you can't do that. He's made the touchdown catch. Everyone knows he's a good player. Celebrate after he's kicked the easy extra point, don't make it a forty eight yard extra point or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that was, it just yeah, he the madness.
0: He, yeah to, to have snatched that catch as well. Like yeah. it, was, it was it was next to impossible. So for him to have done the hard work, mm-hmm. as you say, all he had to do was show a modicum of respect and uh Follow the rules and and that'd have been an easy easy win for them. But nope they they gave it away quite quite literally. Um, ridiculous, really. So yeah, an interesting top ten. A uh, top ten, I think that that if we'd gone into this week and had to guess as to who we thought would be in it, I mm. dare say we'd maybe only have one or two of those guys. Yeah, I think we'd have been a bit off. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a very very strange one, but still uh, very good. I'm just going to have a quick look at Sleepers' uh, pre- week eight projected uh, top players, uh, if I can, because I think that'll be quite an interesting one to just quickly look at and see how different it was. So, yeah, they were predict- predicting Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill. Obviously, that's one that was mm, correct. That's one. DeAndre Hopkins, also correct. Lamar Jackson, Stefan Diggs, Kyler Murray, and Joe Burrow. So, yeah, yeah the projection was way off. So yeah, interesting. just one of those weeks. Yeah, yeah, and as I say, I, I I think out of all the leagues I was in, I didn't lose by more than eleven points in any of them, mm-hmm. uh, which is even more frustrating when you've <laughs> lost six games and each of them was by less than t- well, I think one of them was like eleven at po- uh, ten point six or something, so I can't say less than ten, but the rest was so close. It's just, I love this game, but by God, it frustrates me sometimes <laughs> as well. Um, See so yeah, any any other kind of notable players for you this week that were either particularly good or particularly bad? Um, I mean, I think obviously there's a there's a few concerns.
1: Um, obviously Jonathan Taylor again was wasn't great. He did have 16 carries, but he also obviously gave up the fumble. Um. And then obviously the niggling injury. Um I think one of my biggest concerns, and it's frustrating because I did draft him very, very highly and in a lot of leagues is is Najee Harris is just yeah. I'm concerned now. Um like watching the the highlights specifically of that game. Um Jalen Warren, who is his backup, just looks just so much more explosive. Um if you look at the last game, eight for thirty two for Najee Harris, nothing else, Warren. Six for fifty, so almost double the yards per per carry. Um, the Steelers have said they'll get Warren more involved as well, so that's a bit of a concern for for Harris owners. So I think if you can pick up Warren, I think now is probably the time because uh, I think they're starting to lose a bit of faith in the G. To be honest,
0: it's a big shame, and I guess massively. the issue with the G as well is he didn't come into the league as a young. Player, you know, he was. No, he has he already had a couple of years on him beyond a lot of guys who declare early, so uh, yeah, he's he's in a bit of a pickle here, which is a bit of a shame for him, really, because last year he was he was a great, amazing, great rookie season. So, I'm not sure what's really happened there. Another player to me that was, well, absolutely shocking just across the board is is obviously the Raiders, Devontae Adams, (laughs) with a single catch, I think, for two yards or something ridiculous. I just don't know how that happens. Like around a hundred yards total passing for for Derek Carr last week.
1: Yeah, the Raiders were um were just just dreadful. I, I've n- I've never seen anything like it. I was expecting to be honest. I was expecting the Raiders to 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 win that game. Um, they've got all the explosive talent on offense. Jacobs has been fantastic, but yeah, they were just just dreadful. Nothing else you can say about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think of something else to say about it, but as you said... <laughs> just, yeah, just horrible. And even your kicker's not getting any points for the win. <laughs> You're you, in trouble, you, are you? No, it's been a bad one. I think... I mean, one more shout-out, just because he's... Fantasy-wise, he's
1: he's he's stepped up over the last few weeks. His Justin Fields has, has started to look a little bit better. Uh, this week in particular, uh, 26 fantasy points two touchdowns through the air and on the ground he's on pace for over a thousand yards so as much as the Bears offense isn't isn't great and it's still a bit tough to watch fields over the last few weeks 26 20 18 points he has started to to pick his game up which is nice to see
0: yeah the Bears yeah with fields that seem to be as you say turning a corner a little bit there which is good and uh, the Claypool addition as well will be Someone yeah. welcome, I dare say. Finally, giving him support, some support, which is exactly what he needs. Um, for me, I, I thought the way you were gearing up, I thought you were going to mention another player, who I will mention <laughs> now. Go on, someone that we actually saw this week. Uh, Tra- oh, yes. Travis, Travis Etienne. Etienne who, oh my god! I don't think we can ignore his performance this week. He was he was incredible. So, one hundred and sixty two yards. And a touchdown in, in, in the loss to the Broncos. The uh, mighty Broncos. Which, yeah, I mean, the last <laughs> five minutes in of that game, I think you, uh, I've never seen you look so stressed. But He had a heart attack. Yeah, it was, it was a great game, absolutely fantastic game. And in spite of the loss, ETM should be proud of the performance he put up. He was incredible.
1: Yeah, uh, it's nice to see, obviously, with um, James Robinson uh, gone to the Jets, great bit of business by the Jags. Um, ETN now is the clear one. Uh not no splitting carries, none of this nonsense. Um and yeah, he was just amazing, just every single run was positive yardage. He was bouncing off tackles, he looked strong, he looked quick. To be honest, I think if in fifty percent of the situations where Lawrence passed they'd have ran, I think they'd have won the game.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a safe <laughs> like, assessment. Yeah, he he just was he was the answer. We wasn't just we? couldn't stop him. Six yards per carry, I think it was. Yeah, leads yeah. the
1: league in yards per carry at the minute.
0: Which, yeah, absolutely insane. So it was one hundred and fifty-six rushing yards, then obviously he topped that with uh, six six receiving. But he was, yeah, he just looked electric. He was. It. We were saying, what he we? It was weird because you'd see him dive into a lot of players, a lot of defenders, and then it was almost like he, he was just a come ghost, out, would not it? Yes, yeah. through the other side. <laughs> So yeah, I think the future future's bright for ETN. I think the future's quite bright for the Jags and to be fair. I think as they keep keep strengthening, yeah. and hopefully this, you know, get getting some more decent players. I think they could do with a couple of stud rookie wide receivers if they can, or at least one this year, maybe. Um Christian Kirk is okay, but him and yeah, him and Lawrence were just not on the same page. So there was that horrible, horrible interception at the end of the game that was intended for Kirk that basically just iced it you know made the broncos the undisputed champions of that matchup so things like that, that that little sloppiness if if lawrence can get you know a new a new wide receiver that he can really yeah, get in sync with massively i think it'll be huge for them so so yeah absolutely fantastic uh week lots of crazy stats there um and yeah really looking forward to next week um, but I guess we should probably take a look at, at our our Dynasty League. The reason we obviously started Do we the podcast have to? way back when was to review our <laughs> Dynasty League uh, and share it with whoever dares listen. Um, and crikey, I'm coming off the back of my second loss in a row. I was on a six-win streak. Uh, lost to Alex... Because he just seems to always get me. And then, and then Tom. So, yeah, the two finalists last year have both beaten me this year, which is great. But I'm still... Points four. Points four. You've got to look at points four. Uh, still still more than 100 points four ahead of anyone else. Just, uh, just you know, really making <laughs> that clear so everyone's aware. Um, so, yeah, sitting at the top, six and two. Quite happy. But Lewis... Lewis Lewis two, has yeah. snuck in at six and two as well. He's on a five win streak. He got a ridiculous amount of points this week two hundred and nine point eight. Not quite enough to top the uh, crack into the top ten all time scoring. <laughs> Sorry, Lou, uh, but still very you know kissing distance of that.
1: Uh yeah, Lewis. Lewis's team is. Um... It is scary good. Um, obviously we do have to remember as well. He did make the trade for Deshaun Watson as well. So if if Lewis can sort of enter week eleven, as he is now, maybe keep a few more wins going, then he's he's going to be in a in a fantastic position. He left a lot of points on the bench as well. He did a lot of, a lot of points on the bench. So yeah, some big his running backs in particular that trio of. Obviously, Taylor when he's back to form, McCaffrey and Kamara is there uh, is certainly the best in the league. So Lewis is going to be one to reckon with come playoff time. I think.
0: Yeah, it's uh, his only area of, of disappointment is the QB situation. Yeah. As you say, with Fields improving, with with Watson coming back, I think he's he's in a great spot. Uh, he's he's got the veterans. I think in there. Uh, which which really helps him out. And funnily enough, it's Jonathan Taylor that's holding him back. Yeah, literally. If he wanted to, you know, to play a different running back, he'd probably be in a better spot. So, yeah, yeah, scary, scary team. We did say at the start of the season that you know the, the moves he made were somewhat questionable given the QB situation, but the rest of his team, we've always agreed, is, is absolutely solid. So, uh, scary times. Um, next up then after Lewis at, at the third spot is Tom. Who, uh, who had a good game. He beat me this week. It was me v Tom. He got me by eight points. <laughs> Lucky bugger. Uh, but he obviously has a great team. He's got the, the fantastic duo of uh, Alan and Herbert, although Herbert didn't play this week, obviously, with the bye. He had uh, Danny Dimes instead, who <laughs> didn't do too much, uh, really but obviously you've got Aaron Jones and Fournette there is again, looking at those veteran, fantastic running backs that you can rely on week in, week out. Tyreek Hill, we mentioned before. Fantastic. fantastic. Uh Pittman, Tonyan, uh, who's been somewhat lackluster, I guess. Uh, but Damian Pierce, who's been the, uh, the sort of golden child of, of the uh, late round rookie picks this year. He's uh, he's on one, isn't he? Uh, yeah. I've yeah, fully, I'm really fully like written it off. I didn't think <laughs> you <he'd>, had, <laughs> I didn't think he'd do too well, but he's, he's made me look a fool. Uh, and then we've got Ayuku who had a bit of a resurgence this week, got himself a touchdown as well. So yeah. And the Eagles defense with 16 points. I mean, yes.
1: One of the best, like everywhere you look on Tom's roster is, it is just the, yeah, the only real tight end. But apart from that, yeah. Running back solid. Um, I guess, yeah, you're right. They're just a bit aging, receivers are amazing he's got some good young talent best duo quarterbacks in the league arguably Eagles defense is good so yeah I think Tom Tom again I would imagine he probably sits where he is and uh, and certainly makes the playoffs his, his roster is too good not to
0: yeah and then we've got Alex uh, following Tom the fourth Obviously, Joe Burrow, who's who had a bit of a bust performance this week after his boom last week. Very down performance. Could have done yeah. it the other way around, couldn't he? And then I'd have <laughs> uh, had a lovely win. Um, Kenny Kenny Walker, yeah. who he acquired in the trade with Lewis, I think... Uh, Still annoys me. Yeah, I mean, he did, he did well at that. The fact he that did. Walker's jumped up to the position he has is, is really good. Um, Dalvin Cook, a newly acquired Dalvin Cook from Elliott, uh, in a trade that occurred last week, which was, um, yeah, it was uh, Harris, Harris, and a twenty-three third. Lewis's is twenty-three third for Dalvin Cook, which, you know, what do you think to that trade?
1: Um. Yeah, I must admit, I think. I mean, I I'm under the impression that I think I think Cook is probably uh. I don't think he's got too many years left in him. Um, certainly at, the, at this thing, but uh, obviously a 23 first is a it is a lot to give up. I think, um, especially we know how good this draft class is going to be. But I think the trade's probably about fair. I think Alex is obviously going for the going for the win this season. So I think it, it does make sense to be fair from both parties.
0: Yep, yeah, we're here to win the ring, uh, not to not to just keep trading players. I guess so. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I think it, if I were to just. Analyze it on in a sort of... You know, without context, I would definitely prefer the 23 first and house. Yeah, I think. But, as I'd you say, ad- adding to Alex's roster, it just it just strengthens it And no end. Especially because, obviously, Kamara was traded away to Lewis. Uh, Cook kind of fills in that spot for him there. And, obviously, he's got Cooper Cup and T Higgins, which is just an utterly phenomenal duo uh, as his main receivers. And then... Uh, yeah, the rest of his team's not too bad either. Although Devin Singletree uh, seems to seems to be a favourite of Alex's. He's in his team in a few leagues, but I I c I don't see I don't see the appeal myself.
1: No, I don't either. He's tried to palm him off
0: on me about five or six times in <laughs> trades, but it's
1: uh I just I'm not i I'm not biting.
0: <laughs> yeah. And obviously, Tua as well. Who's as much as you keep going on about how much I
1: he's he having fantastic yeah. He's
0: he's putting some good points up there. So yeah, another great team there. Uh, number five then is Kieran, who yeah. uh, has has battled some. He's had some hardships, hasn't he? Bless him, Kieran, in his uh, with his fantasy teams. Obviously, yeah, a lot of injuries. Yeah, and Cam Akers as well was a you know kind of a key piece of that offence when Cam Akers is now not really even discussed no, uh, in fancy never. circles. So um, so yeah, it's been a shame, but obviously he got uh, Pat Mahomes from me and he, he's got Kyler Murray, so that's a great little uh, one-two punch there. And then C.D. Lamb seems to be having a bit of a resurgence. Jerry Judy had a good week this week. Um, Brandon Cookson, Chris Alave. Chris Alave was... He's one, one, to of, watch. one of the best picks in the... In the draft this past year, and I would just like to state it for the record that I advised Kieran to pick Frisalave. By God, I should have, <laughs> I should have let him not pick him and <laughs> hope that he slipped to me. But no, he was a great pick, um, and and he's he's doing some really good stuff. He's just nice and consistent, you know. He's he's not hitting ridiculously high highs, but he's he's got a really good floor. So that's the kind of thing you want from a guy week in week out, really. Yeah,
1: couldn't agree more. Um, he's he's only dropped below ten points once all season. Wide receiver nineteen on the year. So yeah, um, he's already, especially with the injuries to to Thomas and uh, Landry, he's already the wide receiver one in that offense. So yeah, Alave is certainly one of his best players already. I think.
0: Yeah. Next up them, we've got we've got Rohan who. Uh... He was benefiting from the resurgence of the Seahawks, yeah, and, uh, massively, and and the fact that Geno Smith is uh, is doing bits over there in uh, in Seattle. So yeah, and Tom Brady seems to be getting slowly better, maybe, but yeah, it, it's a bit. It's not great for poor old Tom. I think uh, this might be his last year in the NFL.
1: Uh, yeah I, I completely agree with that um I, I think it's especially if if this year ends um without a playoff appearance i just I honestly don't see the I, I don't see the point um you know if, if he's always going to be in the super Bowl conversation then yeah why wouldn't you keep playing but the way it's going this year um, and that's bearing in mind the team hasn't they've had a few injuries but the team hasn't changed too much but they just the offense just looks dreadful. Uh, the yards are there. They just—they just not getting in the end zone.
0: Yeah, it's—it's it's not great. It's not great. I, I, yeah, I think I was reading a stat. They've got a fifty-five percent chance or something of making the playoffs. So, you know, slightly in their favor. But if they keep it's getting worse, <laughs> if they keep messing up, it's not going to be good, is it? It's not going to be good. Um, next up, then after there is is, uh, Elliot, who's down at uh, three and five.
1: Yeah, I think Elliot's obviously if is Aaron Rodgers playing dreadfully, he's not helped him this year. Um but he still does have the likes of uh, Derek Henry and Travis Etienne who we talked about earlier. So that's a that's a great little combination of uh, of running backs. Uh, receivers obviously Justin Jefferson. Um one of the best in the game already and Amon Ra St. Brown uh, isn't too far off that in my opinion I think if the Lions ever sort out a decent quarterback he's going to be absolutely incredible um so yeah Elliot's, Elliot's got a good team I just think some some of his some of his key players like Rogers I just think unfortunately have have stopped playing well at the wrong time for him I think that's why he's a little bit further down this year
0: yeah I would agree uh, down then next at number eight is is uh, Sam, who is also three and five.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I'll speak to Sam the other day. I don't think he expected to 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 have three wins, um, but he's he's been helped with some mammoth performances from Lamar Jackson. Uh, he also has Trevor Lawrence. So to be fair, his quarterback situation pretty solid, uh, certainly for the next uh, sort of five years plus. I would like to think, um, but yeah, he he really needs some help at running back. I mean. Rex Burkhead, Mostert, Daryl Henderson. Yeah, I'm sick, physically sick, just looking at it, to be honest. Um, but, but I believe he I believe he has some picks, so I think he can, he can get back in there. Yeah, he's got a 23 first rounder, so hopefully he can have some resurgence. But I think he was hoping to finish lower down, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously lower, lower down, better pick. You just have Rashad White as well, who is, who is carving out a little space for himself in that... Uh... That Tampa Bay offense, especially as Fortnette gets slower, perhaps White will rise to take his place.
1: Yeah, that'll help him. That'll help him massively. Um, if Fortnette slowly tapers off, that'll uh, that will massively help Sam's roster.
0: Yeah. Next up at nine is yourself. Uh, two and six.
1: Yeah, just an absolute disaster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's you know, Jamar Chase out. Don't help A. Williams. IR pass Patterson, IR, doesn't yet. Yeah, so they're three massive players for me being out doesn't help. Um, other thing that doesn't help, Stafford and Russell Wilson, who going into the year had a great combination of quarterbacks there, absolutely dreadful. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm just not getting any points from them at all. Um, my running back corps are just injury decimated. Uh, the only the shining light is AJ Brown at the minute, unfortunately. But I think you know I've got picks. It's not like I don't have picks. I just need to, I need to get into next year now. To be honest, not that I'm tanking. Not that I'm tanking. But it won't be, be the worst thing in the world if I finished last.
0: <laughs> no, I get, it, I think injuries are, are bloody horrendous. So I, I know I've banged on about Brees Hall, but Brees Hall was always my kind of nice, nice cherry on top extra. I was quite lucky to have enough. Players who were good enough that it didn't mm. really impact me too much. But if I lost some, you know, if Eckler goes out next week or if Mixon goes down, yeah, I, you know, suddenly things get really, really serious, and it's you've you've had it rough, like. Yeah, Javante Williams is really l- rough to lose. Cordaro Patterson, who's been kind of the Swiss Army knife of that team, is is really hard to lose. And then you've got Jamar Chase, who's going to be out for a few weeks as well. It's like, and as you say, no one could have predicted that Matt Stafford would be playing as badly as he's playing. No one could have predicted that Russell Wilson wasn't going to immediately no. work. So you've you've had it difficult, but I think while that's the case this year. As soon as those players are back up and healthy next year, yeah, that's you know, it. maybe if the, dare I say, the Broncos get a new head coach. Um, <laughs> Fingers coach crossed. Cross team, that's that's going to change things massively. You know, Gervonta pretty good. Well, he's amazing. Pretty good doesn't cover it. And, and Wilson will improve as a result of Gervonta being around, I would imagine. So, yeah, while it's not a great situation this year, you still have all the pieces yeah. you need that's it. I've just got to battle through it.
1: Um, and we, I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but obviously a few Hawkinson being traded to the Vikings. Um, I, I like that. I think that that ups his value for me on my roster, certainly anyway. Um, I'm not sure what you think, but I, I do like the Chiefs trading for Kadarius Toney. Uh, I think if if he can stop being such a, a nutcase, I think in that offense, I, I think he can do
0: bits I yeah I would agree I think I think the uh, as we've discussed before the issue I have with him is just what people say about him and I I don't think it's not good I don't think the Chiefs have put up with that too much he's gonna have to you know he's he's gonna be in a very good offense he's gonna have to earn his place there and if he doesn't have a level of sort of Eats, eats a bit of humble pie. Mm. Um, I think he's going to really struggle to to get noticed. It's a huge shame about Sky Moore. I think a lot a lot of people were oh, that good he was going to jump into the league this year. You know, the loss of Hill it's... meant that he was there for the taking. But you know, Smith schuster really was the pick, wasn't he?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: they yeah. Sky Moore. I must admit, I I did think
1: I didn't think he'd start with you know Tyreek Hill, Hill level performances straight away. But it's I mean it it's. It's the fumbles. I mean, I think it's three fumbles this year when he's trying yeah. to return kicks and punts. I think he's just lacking confidence, to be honest, now. Um, and then obviously as a result, yeah, of Smith-Schuster's performance, he's just, he's barely on the field, unfortunately. So hopefully that changes in a few years. But yeah, it's uh,
0: not looking good at the minute. No, indeed. And finally, we've got James at 1-7 and seven, on a seven-loss streak, which is not nice. ideal... But he does have Dak back, which is good. And then he's got Saquon Barkley and DeAndre Swift. So you start reading the list and it sounds pretty damn impressive. Um Cortland Sutton obviously is struggling a little bit in, but the Broncos are generally. DeAndre Hopkins, absolutely phenomenal performances. Now he's back, so James should see a bit of an uptick from there. George Kittle's obviously always great, great but not not as great as, you know, sort of Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh you've got Pollard, who stepped into a great Spot this week, Uh, Najee Harris, who's just as you say, just been a bit disappointing, really, and then Derek Carr, who just, well, one point nine four points, and that's (laughs) so bad. Yeah, (laughs) so bad, utterly horrendous. So it's been a shame for James because he's got a lot of really good pieces, but they're just not quite clicked at the right time. Uh, yeah i think that's a that's a good summary uh like you said read
1: reading the roster at the beginning of the year i'd have said if healthy certainly the starting players is a is a playoff roster but certain bad bad performances uh swift as amazing as he is has obviously missed a few games and jamal williams keeps stealing all his touchdowns um, yeah, yeah. and Najee harris as well who i think i think we both had in our top 12 um picks to start the year is Twenty third, so it's yeah. Unfortunately, the the players that are, are big names just haven't performed for James this year.
0: Yeah, it's a massive shame. Um But yeah, so I guess that's that's where the league is at the minute. So we're uh, we're very much in flux still. I was I was two wins in the clear, and after after two back to back losses, uh, everybody seems to be catching up to me now, which is a little I'll bit scary. But, back up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice and tight. So we'll we'll see where things go and uh, and how things proceed. But yeah, with the way this this year's going, it's so unpredictable. Who knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> Tell me about now. it. <laughs> any any final pearls of wisdom this week?
1: Um yeah, I mean doing my sort of waivers earlier. Um I think there's a few waiver targets. Uh Khalil Herbert for some strange reason is only rostered in fifty percent of the leagues, which I just think is mental. Um 'Cause as much as I love Monty, Khalil Herbert does look like the better player at the minute anyway. Yeah. Um so yeah, Khalil Herbert certainly check if he's out there. Kadarius Toney, like I said, I think he will genuinely start to make an impact at the back end of the season. Yeah, Josh Palmer certainly one to uh to watch, I think. Uh, next four weeks, obviously with the injuries the Chargers have got the receiving core. I think he'll he'll genuinely have a really good four weeks. So yeah, there's still there's still players out there, um, and that happens when there's so many injuries. So yeah, don't be disheartened if you've had a slow start
0: good advice I think all round very good well I guess we'll see you next week and uh, reflect on how depressed we are with our (laughs) fantasy results next time but thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll see you then